0: Hey everybody, I'm Ken Pete van Druton and that is. This is Chris Raybold y'all check him out Chris Raybold. He right here. Is right there. Um, we are here with Pooch of episode 35. Shouldn't we have like a bunch of noisemakers and celebration and fireworks and <laughs> shit going on? I'd like to
1: think that's just happening naturally when yeah. people hear that. Uh,
0: I hope so. Um, it's funny. I was talking to Tater, as a matter of fact, uh, earlier today, and he's like, How many of those are you going to do, man? Are you running out of things to talk about? <laughs> and I was like, no, we're not. Um, we're really not. No, because, um, you know, we love talking about audio and we, and we always um, manage to uh, get something from you guys sending us questions, you know, and um, that kind of stuff. And plus, you know, we're always talking about whatever the latest thing is and whatever's happening, even when our industry is destroyed. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which brings me to the Speaking point. Speaking of. Speaking of, um, Mm -hmm. we thought today maybe we should talk a little bit, address the, I don't know, it's Mental Health Week this week, in case you didn't know. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's a lot of people in this world that are uh, having some issues with this whole COVID thing and being stuck at home and whatever, um, which is nice. But we have, in addition to that, no jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that most of us in the industry are um in a place now that is uh you know we need to check in on our friends and see how they're doing, and so I thought maybe we'd talk about that today yeah um i'm what down do you think
1: I'm down i mean it's time we yeah. we've slowly as this thing has progressed, you know at the beginning we kind of wouldn't mention it or would be like, Oh, the zombie. Apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. And kind of talk around it. Yeah. And now it's, it's come into conversation more and more and you know, I mean, let's, yeah, let's just do one on it.
0: You yeah. know? Um, I think particularly we have seen in social media recently, um, you know, kind of the fallout of this stuff. I know that I saw something last week, um a couple of like really major well-known engineers talking about how maybe this is it and that they're going to walk away from this industry um uh, mm-hmm. did you see any of that in social media oh yeah i mean there's been a, i've watched the whole arc we all have of
1: breakdowns prognostications yeah. shock and awe throughout this whole thing you yeah. know um the ebb and flow of those, but I did this past, I, I, this past week, I definitely saw a lot of that Broadway thing too. <clears throat> I think rocked a lot of people. Do you see that? No. What, tell me. That's, that's, that's kind of, that's, that's the fuel for a lot of this past week's uh, uproar is, and I don't know who makes this. I don't know if it's the city of New York or who, who said this, but um, Broadway is not the new target goal, which is not a definite, and that's what people need to remember about everything, yeah. is that it's not allowed to reopen until at least, I think it's May of next year. Wow. Which, to me, is not in the remotest bit surprising, you know?
0: No, it's not. And that's what I find interesting is that there's a lot of people that keep, are like, like they're shocked that we're yeah. not going to work. You know, it's like, well, guys, we have an even, like, come up for air yet really you know what I mean and especially um you know I I don't want to talk about politics but especially in super liberal states like California Mm -hmm. um it is still I mean you know you barely can go to a restaurant or uh you know Mm -hmm. any of that kind of stuff so uh when we're talking about having any sort of gatherings for shows much less arena and stadium gatherings um I mean, we aren't even talking about it yet. So no, there's no
1: indicator that would lead you to believe. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) that. And speaking of Broadway or New York, like you have to look at the reality of like that's the epis. That was the first
0: major. Yes. Decimation of life. In right. The and they're not even talking about something until May. Yeah. 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 Crazy. And, you know, what's interesting to me is that they are, um, you know, not that they are, but they're acting kind of like a liberal place too, mm-hmm. in that, you know, we aren't opening up quickly at all, you know, mm-hmm. whereas, you know, here in Dallas and some other parts of the South, <laughs> it's like, as if there wasn't a pandemic, everyone's right. like, hey,
1: <laughs> whatever. Yeah. You know, it's not I mean, happening yeah
0: um you know i mean which i have mixed feelings about i mean honestly I, i'm not i'm not here to say that the the liberals are not incorrect you know mm-hmm. um i i man i'm scared about going to a you know i wouldn't want to go to an event right now um it, it's it's something that I just don't think that we're ready for. And I think that until we start really talking about how we're going to manage uh, getting a bunch of people together and not create one of these super spreader events, mm-hmm. um, like, you know, how do we avoid all of that? And, and also stick to our guns. It's like, you know, people say, people say that like masks are mandatory and it actually is an ordinance here in Dallas, Texas, but like I go all over the place and there's people just walking in without a mask on or, you know, whatever. So it's Mm -hmm. like, people have to follow the rules too. People will have to get vaccinated in order for a vaccine to work. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's, it's all those things. So I don't know. I think part of what we're talking about today is the frustration that we are, we have, as a a community and as a as a you know a business that it seems like our things are just keep getting prolonged because mm-hmm. they the you know like they can't even figure out how to do it in a restaurant much less figure out how to do it in a theater mm-hmm. um so uh i don't know i i think yeah. um I don't know i mean what's you how do you, how are you getting along? Like, how are you feeling about this?
1: Right. It's funny. It's almost like we need, <clears throat> we need a moderator here to throw us questions. Cause there's so many ways we can go with this topic. Well, yeah, you know, um, how, you know, how I'm doing is, uh, you know, I'm sucking, you know what I'm saying? But I'm also not surprised at the arc we have been on and that we continue to be on as a whole. In other words, I don't have any sort of no one. I've said this from the beginning for once, no one has the scoop. There is no scoop. There's no inside track. No one knows when everything goes back to normal, you know, or begins the arc. No one knows from the scientists to definitely not. You could go to the high, you could go to the president of name the major promoter in the world, pick one he he or she doesn't know. No one knows. So, but I can say this: that it was pretty evident to me early on that this was going to be a long-standing thing. And I did, while I don't know when the end is, I did marvel at the sort of seemingly uh, overwhelming sense of denial on a lot of the part of people in our world still exists and it still exists and you know the whole like we'll be we'll be working again in May we'll we'll be working again in August and it's like there is there were zero indicators that showed that that was going to happen
0: right you and know? and i think you know sorry, not to interrupt you and i want it's you cool. to keep going but mm-hmm. just let me interject this just a little bit because i think this is the crutch of the problem you need to accept this is acceptance right now yes. guess what guys we're not working for a while so right. it's happening do whatever it takes to maintain your sanity without Mm -hmm. hurting yourself or others, you know? And Mm -hmm. so whatever that means to you, um, you know, I mean, you know, not going to lie. My money's running out. I've spent all my savings in my retirement and I don't know that I could do it for another year or even Mm -hmm. seven months without finding a source of other income. So whatever that means to me, like here coming up, I'm going, all right, I'm seriously sitting here at home going... Okay. I I need to figure out what I'm going to do. Maybe it's another job. You Mm -hmm. know, Uh, maybe I go work at home Depot. I mean, I don't know. And I know that there are those in this industry that have already done that. And Mm -hmm. I applaud you. I mean, you know, like a really great system engineer, this guy named Phil Chris, who's a buddy of mine. He's awesome. Um, He's a Claire guy and they, you know, they've been furloughed pretty much, you know? And so he Mm -hmm. went and got a job as a forklift operator at some warehouse in Nashville, you know? And I applaud that dude. That dude is making money for his family right now, right? You know, doing a forklift and he's going to be the one that when it all comes back, he's going to come back and be a system engineer. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's I hate to say it guys, but that's what we have to do. Like do it, like figure out another way to support your family right now, because this isn't going away.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? Well, and to to your point, you know, you mentioned acceptance. You don't have to like something to accept it. In fact, I had that very Mm -hmm. conversation with someone yesterday, and that's a painful, painful, painful realization. When you come to acceptance of something, there is oftentimes freedom involved in it, but it doesn't go away. It doesn't, it, it allows you in time to let it, it will, it will lessen. But in the moment, particularly now to accept that this is happening does not mean you have to like it, you know, um, it, nor do you have to do anything other than just go, okay, fuck, this is
0: happening. This is real, you know, and what you but are it just- does require action though. Right. It requires. And I think that's the point is that there's a lot of people that are just feel like,
1: the overwhelm. Well, Overwhelmed that's, what I, was getting, that's what I was getting ready to say. And yeah. I feel the overwhelm every last bit of it. God, do Absolutely. I ever, you know, but in that acceptance and realization there, what, there, what I saw for a long time was a lot of people thinking that either it just was going to go away magically or that someone was going to kind of sweep, sw- uh, swoop in and save us somehow. I don't know what that means, but you know, that there was like, yeah i don't know and i understand and it's like i'm really not ripping on anyone for feeling that way like no I, that's just a reaction but something you just said to me is something is is something i want to talk about too in that you know i saw something the other day and i've heard this so much and i have now said this on a few little you know whoever's wanted to talk to me um and it put it out uh so you know people magazine and the Wall Street <laughs> Journal and <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> so anyway, US, US, US well, Report. Yeah, yeah. Right.
1: So but but my message is this. Something that I that I've read a lot that just drives me crazy is like this sort of like, it is the biggest no-shit statement either in that I fear we are going to lose people in this industry if this continues. <laughs> yes, <laughs> assholes. We are, we are going to lose people. Lots of us. And businesses. The, yes. and businesses. And all, that, it's happening. Yes. It's happening. But here's the thing. First of all, no shit are we going to lose people. Yeah. But this is what bugs me is the notion that with the attrition that people can't come back. And that's what oh. I that's what I hate. And I, I've said this a lot. This is our great depression, you know, and you've heard me say this, this is our great depression. Like this is happening a hundred percent. This is as bad as it gets, you know, and they, let there be a story of pride in this, in that, Hey, you know what I did during What, what did I do during COVID? I drove a cab or yep. like you said, I worked at Home Depot or I went and do, do all of that and then tell that story on the bus when it comes back. That's right. But, and the problem is there's so much fear that we're never going to make it back to the bus. The whole notion of the new normal, the whole notion of all of these, you know, the, all the naysayers and all of this and that, that drives me crazy. It drives yeah. me crazy. On, it's twofold. The, the, that's a novel sense that we're going to lose people because we absolutely are. But that, like when we lose them, they can't come back. But that brings us to the next part is the fear. And again, you and I don't know. No one knows what this looks like moving forward. I can tell you this, first of all, we have, there has been a pandemic, you know what I mean? It was a hundred years ago and the numbers were incredibly high from what I can tell its period was actually shorter than it looks like what this is going to be, but the numbers were astounding and then life came back. You know what I mean? And this is the thing that gets me is when people talk about it's over, it's not going to come back this and that. The one thing that is always going to be here is the human condition and the human condition is to get together is to be social, is to commune, is to celebrate, is all of these things. And I don't think that gets wiped away. And we're not the only ones struggling. When people talk about what that when things get back to normal, they're talking about when people can be with people. Yes. You know? And I do think that will override this and allow us to get back to where we were. I just do. I just, I really do believe that. But again, I don't know that I could be wrong, you know?
0: No, I don't think you're wrong. I think you're absolutely right. I think that it is driven. You know, I talk to friends of mine that don't aren't in this industry at all and they are all going, yeah, we'd love to go to a show, you know, right. Um, Or we'd love to go out and be around other people. I mean, that's really, it's a thing, right. And it's Mm -hmm. going to drive. I think we're already seeing it by, some people acting inappropriately like they're like you know literally like f it oh, i yeah. don't care i'm going to the beach on right. you know in july or whatever um and so this this will be driven to a point where people will just say okay I know that, um, you know, I, I know that we're having a pandemic, but we have to go back to having some sort of life and we have to, mm-hmm. whatever that means, you know. Right. Um, and I think it, we're just navigating through some kind of way to try to figure out how to do that safely. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know um, uh, with, my, with Wrong and the Snake, you know, Tater and I interviewed Sean Clare and he was talking about a super fast testing method um so that uh even without a vaccine uh they can test people in 15 seconds or something and so getting people to line up for a large event if you could all nail them with 15 second covid tests and know that with a pretty good indicator that yeah. you know 99999% 9, of the people are definitely don't have covid i think that we could maybe get insurance companies to come back and play um Mm -hmm. because that's i mean that's really the part that's really the problem right now is that we can't get insured so we Mm -hmm. can't have shows Mm -hmm. um and uh and so you know i think there's a lot of things in place there's a lot of people that are a lot smarter than me uh, trying to figure this out um, you know there's publicly traded companies you mm-hmm. know Live Nation and AEG that that have mm-hmm. to speak to their shareholders and explain to them why glad, they're not you know getting I'm any money. I'm glad running. you
1: said that. Yeah. Um,
0: and so those are going there they will be the driving force for us yes. to go back to work. And,
1: and I'm, real quick let me jump in I'm glad you said that and guys this is like nothing righteous. Forget what I said about the human condition. <laughs> Let's go back to how the world works. Yeah. The world works. Here we go. Money. Yeah, you know absolutely. what I'm saying? 100%. And I forget what the number that we see all the time now through, you know, the restart campaign and everything else that in the US alone it's 12 million people and it's like X billion dollars a year, whatever it yeah. is. We our industry is larger than the automotive industry or whatever that that number is. I need to put it to mind so i can reference it all the time the point is
0: though but but i know strickland for like you know kind of heading that up but yeah it does
1: but whatever it is it's gigantic so let's be honest someone's going to figure out before the world as a whole gets back to normal and meaning until we normalize with COVID 19 and that's there's a number of hurdles. There's the vaccine. Once we hit the vaccine, there's the I'm not going to take your vaccine, and I understand that too. There's this whole number of hurdles. But in time, once we do become accustomed to living this, even before we get to that, guys, there there is too much money on the table. That's right for right. them to not put every effort forward to try to figure out how to make this work. It's not going to be overnight. It's not going to happen overnight, you know, but I do believe that. So take solace in the fact that, Hey man, there's people making way more money than us that they don't want to lose that money. They don't want to walk away from this. What did I see the other day? The Manchester arena, uh, recently had like its naming rights changed. Like there's someone out there that just paid. I forgot what the total was like 15 million pounds or something. It's like all that stuff's still happening. Like all of these businesses are still anticipating this stuff being there in some way, and they're making moves. And again, they too don't know. Um, but um people are and I do feel you have to do some of that. Like we have to, you know, people will tell me every now and again, they're like, Yeah, I saw some dates for XYZ for next year. And I'm like, Well, yeah, that's great. I could book a show. That doesn't mean it's gonna happen. <laughs> but I do, but I do think we have yeah. to move forward, like keep not not yeah. delusionally, but do move forward as though it's going, you know. I don't know. You have to. We have to, you know? Um, yeah.
0: I mean, listen, I, you know, if you're one of those people that are saying this is never going to, you know, this, the industry is destroyed. It's never going to come back. I think you're wrong. 100% yeah. wrong. I do too. Um, it's just how long. And so yes. then it becomes, um, it becomes the, you know, the biggest problem that I have is swallowing your ego and being like, well, all right, now I'm going to be an Uber driver. You know, it's not something that I aspire, you know, no, whatever. I'm not trying to say that Uber drivers are are bad, but it's not something that I aspired to be. Mm -hmm. However, I need to do it in order to make it through this time. So it's, it's really about, um, you know, swallowing your ego and being like, okay, I'll just do, I'll do whatever it takes. I'll do whatever it takes to get my family through this situation, you know? Right.
1: And take um, take pride in that. I mean, it sucks. Like, how can you be excited about making one eighth of your income totally. with a new job? Like, there is no. But God, man, it, just think about making it to the other side. You know, yeah, that's
0: it. That's it. Um, yeah. I mean, um, we, I, we were talking about this kind of offline before this, but um, recently, like in the past couple of weeks, have gotten a bunch of emails from people that I've been checking in with, and herein lies the recommendation that you all check in with your peeps, man. Um, I'm telling you, uh, that carpenter that you were on tour with last year that you haven't spoken to in seven months now. Um, if you reached out to him, you might be the guy that changes his decision, um, from something bad. I mean, you know, it's really important that we talk to our friends. In the past week, I've received a couple of emails from people where I'm just like, Whoa, boy, you sound really manic and um, you know, it, it made me like get on the phone and be like, Hey dude, <laughs> you mm-hmm. doing okay, you know, are you sure mm-hmm. you're all right? And And it's not that you can solve the problem. We can't, we, you know, the, the, the fixer of this would be for all of us to go back to being on tour and, and going, you know, doing shows, but um, that's just not going to happen. So the next best thing is you can be someone's, you know, person to lean on. Um, And I find that like just talking about past experiences with that person and bringing up some funny thing that happened Mm -hmm. with them and you, you know, remember that time in the back lounge when, you know, whatever, (laughs) stop right Uh, there. Let me, let me me stop right there. Um, but, but bringing that up, you know, kind of gets a chuckle out of somebody that's really having a really low day, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. um the biggest problem with mental health is is that you you really don't know what's going on inside somebody um well
1: and here's a good let me interject real quick yeah this is a good tie-in uh with the notion of mental health and and i remember it's funny my my phone's ringing right now with a musician that i'm i know was struggling greatly so okay back buddy and um
0: back right after yeah
1: yeah, struggling with you homie promise and um (laughs) here's the thing. And I remember this early on. And now this is not by any means saying, because I have had struggle in my past, I am therefore doing well during all this by default. But (laughs) I remember I said, I I I said it it to you and I've said it to a few good friends of mine. I'm like, you know, who's really going to struggle during this are the people that have never faced uh, like a mental health type like yeah, they've sure. never, st- and I'm not saying that people that have had the charm life. We've all got our own shit. I get that. But I guess what I mean by that is the people that are, maybe I should reverse engineer that phrase. The people that are more inherently suited to handle this time are people that have dealt with Just severe hardship typically yeah. right typically of the mental health kind whether that be addiction or depression or whatever it might be and the reason for that and i'm speaking of myself when i say that i'm speaking for that crowd yep. if you've ever dealt with those things you know the feeling of oh my god this is overwhelming i can't do it i don't know when it ends yet some fucking how you wake up and do it again Yeah. Not everyone does. That's the scary part. I know. Then there are those that don't and that they check out. And I, and I, man, I understand all of it. But I remember, do you remember I said that to you? I was like, man, this, the people that have struggled are going to understand how how to do this. (laughs) When there's, there is no end in sight, you don't know. But then the, the beauty of it is though, and then somehow it all ends. Yeah. Somehow one day it all changes, you know? So, and I think that's what we're seeing. And that was a lot of people at first who were just like, it's not happening. We'll go back. And then with every turn, they're just mortified that it still sucks. And it's just like, man, sometimes that's the way it works. Yeah. You know.
0: But they, you know, I think it really is important to point out that there is an end. There um, is. You know, part of, you know, and I've been vocal about this before. Part of my addiction problems has been that I didn't see an end in it. You know Mm. what I mean? Like I sat there, I sat in my own shit, uh, going, I don't, I don't see a way out of this. And the pain is so great that there's, there's no way out. Um, and I think that you're absolutely right. There are people that are experiencing that for the first time in their lives. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, for me, uh, when my world comes crashing down around me now, this is not true early on in my life, but now when my world comes crashing down around me is when I am the most focused Mm -hmm. uh, and the most, um, uh trying to figure out what to do and and uh, you know looking at it from a puzzle kind of perspective and how can I make this better you know all those kind of things um it, when it, where i have to worry about is when everything's great when everything's right. fantastic is when right. i decide that i'm going to screw myself over and pull right. the
1: roof down so yeah watch, watch this
0: yeah so for me right now um it it's difficult. Don't get me wrong. And I'm, I'm struggling just like the rest of you, but I'm also in this weird mode, having experienced it before, like what you've said in my life, where my world was crashing down because of addiction and mental health issues. And, you know, um, all kinds of issues I've experienced it before. So this is like, okay, I've been here before. I know what's going on and I need to be vigilant about checking in with myself and making sure that I'm okay. Mm-hmm. um, because a lot of the times I'm not okay. And, and I've been given the tools to try to get out of that. Right. Like, mm-hmm. you know, communicating with people and, and being able to express that, mm-hmm. um, in ways that I, I didn't know before. So, um, mm-hmm. I think you're absolutely right. I think it's, you know, it's a hundred percent, um, on all of us to, try to check in with as many people as we can, uh, to see how we're doing, because the pro like, I, like I stated before, the problem with mental illness is you don't know what's underneath, Mm-mm. you know, what's going on, you know, um, Chester Bennington, the lead singer of Lincoln park, um, by all reports, the two weeks before he hung himself was the, uh, happiest looking, uh, most, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, interjecting with his kids, hanging out with his family, having a fun time on vacation, and 12 hours later went home and hung himself. Yeah. And so that is, and I, I think along the same lines with Chris Cornell too, I've had all kinds of rock stars in my life kill themselves. And and so the the mental health shield that we all put up Um, Mm -hmm. does not explain what's happening underneath and Mm -hmm. you need to be a friend to your friends Mm -hmm. um, and try to pierce that shield and and say, Hey dude, I'm, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm here for you. This this sucks. Mm -hmm. And let's uh, if you're, if you're struggling, you know, then, then let's talk about it. Mm
1: -hmm. And, and also if you're on the receiving end of that question, know that it's okay to not be okay. That's true. That's a big one too. You know, yeah. is that like it's okay to have the answer be, and it sucks when that's the repeated answer over and over and over again because you hate <laughs> to be the negative guy, right? You know, Um, but it's okay if someone's to say,
0: you know what, man, I'm, I'm not so fucking good at right. all, at all. You know, and um, it, and it's important that the person that hears that doesn't just shy away from it. You that's know, that's the I mean? hard
1: part. Yeah, that's, see, that's the hard part too. Is a lot of pe- because this is so. Un- man it's so unprecedented and just widespread the the for us in our industry you know there's a lot of it's if you are not accustomed to checking in in that way with someone it's that's right it's one thing to be like okay i'm going to do it today i'm going to call i'm going to call blank and i'm going to be like hey bro how are you what what do you do when they say they're not good? Because that's a new position for the, that might be new for both people in which it's okay if it's awkward and it's in, because that, that too is a practice, you know? Um, and it's hard, man. It's hard when things are like, they are now, like you, there really is no other message other than sometimes you just need to say, Hey, you know what? I hear you. Like I hear your words, you know, and And I I don't have the answer.
0: Know, too, that, um, you know, one of the hardest things in the world is a man asking another man for help. Yeah, totally. Like, one of the hardest things. And it has something to do with ego, and it has something to do with um, societal placement of how how we're supposed to act as men. Um, And so when someone... Um, says that they're struggling and they're, you know, and is real, like, believe it. It's not bullshit. If someone is really saying that to you, if another man is saying to you mm-hmm. that, Hey man, I'm not good and yeah. I'm struggling. It took a huge amount of courage yes um, for that person to say that. Um, and so don't just let it hang there. And yes, it's going to be weird. It's going to be awkward. It's going to be strange, mm-hmm. but don't ignore it. Like mm-hmm. say, Really? Okay, cool. Well, let's talk about it, dude. Like what's going on with you? Right. Um is there anything I can do? You know, those those are it is a hard conversation, right? It is. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. Do you have any more advice what you would say if, you know, what if you called me and I said, "Dude, I'm I, I'm
1: what do you mean what if? We know how we do this.
0: <laughs> let's
1: tell them the real. All right, let's be real. Yeah.
0: No. And we what, talk to each other on a regular basis right. almost yes. every day. And both of us go, Right. I'm not good. I'm sucking. Um, what's what helps you? When what helps you? What do I say that helps you? Um, Some again, I
1: go back to the notion of sometimes, particularly when it is a dark and dire time and there is no answer sometimes the pull yourself up by the bootstraps thing is the last thing someone needs to hear a lot of times fielding someone's words like you yeah. hearing me allowing me to verbalize it put it out there get some of it out is relief enough of itself like you just to receive the words yeah. is oftentimes enough um
0: counterproductive, counterproductive to that were, would be if I said, come on, dude, fucking man up. Right. 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 You know what I mean? It's like, totally. that is like the, the, the way you should not react to somebody, you know, yeah. that doesn't help them. What does that, how does that help you? When I, you know, if mm-hmm. I were to react like that, yeah. And I oftentimes, I mean, uh, you're absolutely hundred percent, right. The best thing that you can do for me and you do it all the time is let me vent Mm-hmm. And then at the end of it, go, dude, I don't have the answers, but I hope I helped you by letting you. Yeah. And
1: it. just, and again, just like, keep fucking going. Just keep yeah. going. I don't know. I remember a long time ago <clears throat> and, um, you know, I don't know what forum I, I have these visions one day. I want to do something with music cares, <clears throat> but I have this also have this like, well, when I'm at a certain place in my life, I want to do something with music cares because I,
0: when I, when
1: I'm all healthy, <laughs> when I'm good is what I'm trying to say. Um, you know, and you and I, people see us on here and like, you guys are doing so good. You're just crushing COVID. You know, like it's like, dude, how many times have we sat here and been like,
0: "That's not the reality." It's here we go.
1: Hey, everybody. You know. Yeah, right. But I remember years ago, I had been through a, a serious depressive episode, and I came out of it. And hell, I was younger at this time, and I went and for just a very little while in Atlanta, I volunteered at this place, and there was like kids with you know, suffering from depression, like teenagers and stuff. And, and I'm not saying, and I was, it was some massive presence that saved lives there, but I can tell you this, I felt good about my approach. And my approach to those kids is every bit of what I have said during this was first of all, Hey man, I hear you, you know, or I want you to know, I hear your words and here's the deal, man. You know what? It does suck. You are right. This hurts. And you know what? It's not getting better today. I doubt it's getting better tomorrow and I don't know when it does get better, but I swear to fucking God, it will get better. Absolutely. 100%. And that is like, as much of a non-answer as that is, it's, it's just, not,
0: that's it, not a non-answer. That is the, that is the answer. Yeah. That it is the answer. will get
1: better. It will. The, and the whole notion of impermanence, which is like a, yeah. you know, Eastern religion kind of thing, but it's like, it's the only thing we can count on in this world is change is impermanence yeah. is change. You know, is this, is, is the cycle swinging. One thing I, I wanted to say real quick, you know, I do understand too, uh, cause I feel this, there's so much frustration. And first of all, everyone's winging it out there, like in the U S and the world, blah, 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 blah. Like there is frustration when you see based on like volume where you go, well, wait a minute, that plane, I realize, is spaced and is not doing as much business as they did, but there, it is still half full. And that's, it's easy for someone to go, well, based on volume, why can't I go do a show at half full? You know, Or you look at a football stadium that only has 25,000 people in it. That's the thing. The norm in college football this year is 25%. And then, then you're like, and they're not, they are spaced, but they're not they are wearing yeah. masks, but they're not. It's hard totally. to look at that and go, fuck, I'd love to go do a show at 25% capacity. Yet we are as shut down as shut down gets. And so I understand the frustration that exists over that. And um me personally, I do, this is my feeling on it, is I'm basically at this point like, okay, what are the rules? What do I do? Okay, I wear a mask. And but if I'm like out in the open and I'm not near, okay, what is it? Six feet is it? I'm just like, what do I have to do? I know, you know, I'm not gonna lock myself in here, right? I'm not, but I will follow the rules. And I feel like if we could just god damn it, just do that,
0: you know. Well, I mean, and that's been the biggest problem is that you know, um, there hasn't been. Uh, all of the local government has been left to make up the rules. So right. now, I know here in Dallas, you go to—I live in Dallas and in in Ellis County, which is right next to Dallas County. The mm-hmm. rules are almost 100% opposite of each other. Yes. So, a restaurant on the same street that separates Dallas and Ellis County, across mm-hmm. the street, you don't have to wear a mask and you can eat inside. Mm-hmm. But on this side of the street you got to eat outside and you got to wear a mask when you walk in the building and walk out to before you get to your table, then you can take a mask off and eat. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that is the problem is that the rules are not the same. It, everywhere.
1: It, it's all over the place. And some of them too. It's like, there's so much of like, who's kidding who, as far as I wear my mask when I walk through the restaurant, but when I sit down, I take it off and I'm magically okay. Like there's so much, <laughs> yes. there's so much confusion uh, and conflicting this and that. and And I do believe that by and large, Everyone's doing the best they can. Everyone's winging it. Like this whole debacle with right. schools and businesses and just, man, this is again. It's not unprecedented. Our our country has been through this before, but not in our lifetime, not in anyone's wow. lifetime that is an active member of society. For sure. So again, I get it. It's tough. There's a lot of there's a lot of conflicting information out there. And uh, and here well, here's another thing too. You, you mentioned like a lot of areas that have been on lockdown. They're in full lockdown. A lot of the more Left leaning states, or this or that. When you look, this is what's a bummer because the weather's just warm enough now. Like here in the South, there's a lot of drive in shows, there's like outdoor stuff, there's like quite a bit. I mean, excuse me, quite a bit compared to where we were months ago. For sure. There's this sudden, like, seeming hope that, hey, things are happening, but what's going to happen is the weather's going to turn. And (sighs) like, so it's like, see that and be encouraged by that, but also know that that's going to stop when the weather turns and that's the bummer of what's going on right now is the weather's going to turn. And
0: well, and, and I think you brought it up. I mean, you, we, the problem is, is that, okay, so you look at these drive-in things and you look at college football, you look at regular football and they're, you know, trying to put 25,000 people. But the thing that a lot of us in our industry don't remember is that the money for those things is not about people showing up. The money that those people Correct. generate and make is TV money. Correct. And so, yes, they make money by audiences showing up, but they do not require an audience no. to function. Whereas yeah. we 100% have to have an audience and we can't have it be 25% because it does not pay. No, for an artist to do a tour when you can have only 25%, it doesn't pay when you can only have 50%. Right. It doesn't pay when you can have 75%, by the mm-hmm. way. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys, you know, if you're not, you've never been a production manager or a tour manager, you may not know that the margins of this stuff, yes, millions of dollars are being made, but millions of dollars are being spent. Absolutely. And so, Um, A 75% capacity show is really not a moneymaker for an arena and or a stadium artist. And so we are in a place where this 25%, 50% is not going to work. People just aren't going to go on tour when they can only have 50% of people in the building. Um, So uh, unfortunately that pushes us further and further along down the road, you know, sporting mm-hmm. events will say, sure. 50%. That's fine. We can do that. That's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Um, but our industry won't. And so, um, y- you know, just be realistic about that and know I'm looking at this and being, if, if I want to be real, I'm like, mm, 2021, not so sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, in the large event industry, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I mean, I know, I know in 2021 in summertime, probably, Mm -hmm. uh, there's going to be, you know, people doing tours that are doing clubs and maybe even theaters, Mm -hmm. maybe, Mm -hmm. Maybe. um, but that's not going to trickle down to my, Um, source of income, I don't think, um, until much later, unfortunately. And so I am acting like that. I'm acting appropriately. I'm looking at that and saying, okay, Mm -hmm. uh, worst case scenario is uh, I don't have anything until after 2021 summer. Um, What's it going to take for me and my family to survive until then? Mm
1: -hmm. And you know what? And hear us say, too, that reminded me of something. I remember something else, another arc I have watched during this whole thing is some article comes out where, God, I don't know, Bloomberg interviews, I'm making this up, the (laughs) tour manager for They Might Be Giants. And this guy (laughs) tells us when shows are coming back. Uh, No one knows. No one knows the arc of this thing, nor do we. Like I have my opinions on when it comes back, but it's more just like, a hope like sure. no nobody knows um one thing that i tell people that is kind of you should sort of feel good about is that you got to remember it's 2020 of course no one can forget it's 2020 now what i mean is it is this modern era of zero attention span yes and things move super quickly and as and while it, it is going to be a slow roll back into this once people see it and it's normalized I do think then they'll be just like, okay, well, we're doing that now. Like it, it'll be, it'll be, I, I think that I'm not saying like the first show, if the show happens on July 37th, that's not a date, Chris, July 27th is what I was trying to say of next year that one show happens. And then on July 28th, it's on fully. I'm not, but I do believe, remember how quickly we move on. Think about how quickly we have, unpleasantly adapted to this. That's the one thing that people talk about. People talk about how, well, everyone's just gotten used to this. That doesn't mean they're enjoying it, but that (laughs) just shows how quickly we adapt to whatever just happened. And I want to think that we will quickly want to move on once we realize collectively that it's okay whatever that means you know
0: yeah but um, i mean also you know back to not to keep going around in circles but uh, you know back to the money thing mm-hmm. publicly traded companies will not allow this to keep going they yeah. are going to figure mm-hmm. out some sort of way for right. us to have shows um and so where i get a little weirded out is I know that I am going to be asked to start doing shows before I feel comfortable I think. Mm. Um and so um, there's that side of it too. Like, you know, I mean, listen, I, you know, I'm, I'm in that high risk group, you know, I'm an older guy. I'm got diabetes. I got high blood pressure. I'm overweight. You know, I'm like the guy that they keep going, you know, you, you don't want to have that thing, man. It's going to kill you. Hmm. And so, um, there is honestly, um, and, and I'll be honest, it recently, I've turned down two things, um, because I'm like, mm.
1: yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. That's a big one too. There's so many, God damn, there's so many moving parts in this. Uh, it's is. like when the industry comes back, are you ready? You know, there's yeah there's there's all of that too
0: but but the hard part about that and that i talk to people about that a lot is that you may not be ready but you're going to be forced to because i need to make money right you know so here i am doing my uber job right making an eighth of what i make barely like paying to put food on the table someone comes to me and says hey you can do this weekend thing that'll pay that pays me what i make in a month doing uber Mm i get in a weekend I'm going to have to say yes to it, regardless of how I feel, whether I'm safe or not. And so that's scary, right? Like that's, uh, that's coming.
1: Yeah. And,
0: and uh, I'm that's not almost sure. a good problem to have
1: because that represents, it it that represents some turn, some arc, you know,
0: a hundred percent. Like, listen, I, I, I'm not saying I'm not going to be happy to be offered work. I'm a hundred percent. And and the two things that I turned down were a month almost two months ago, and so we, it was like it was a little too soon. I was like, hmm. eh, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, and I haven't been offered anything since then. But um, uh, in in regards to doing a show, you know, going somewhere, doing a show where there's gonna be people, um, you know. Uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know how I'm going to feel about that when this all, you know, because I, I know the money people, the people that are publicly traded companies that need to make money are going to start opening events Mm -hmm. before there's a vaccine before there is rapid testing. Mm -hmm. Um, they're going to figure out a way to do this to, you know, trick an insurance company into, uh, you know applying for it and i know i'm gonna be get a call where i'm gonna have to be like "Mm, right right i mean what, what are your thoughts about that i know that you have been you've gone and done a couple of things i have my thoughts are and this is my
1: continuing thought is i am again it goes back to what i just it goes back to the whole like what are the rules what's the best i can do because i too man i gotta tell you i you know i got a number of conditions that don't bode well for this, you know? And, um, but my feeling has been to date on the few things that I'm done, you know, what are the rules? What, okay. What does it look like? What is travel? And then, okay. So I travel, what does that look like? And I like, I'm kind of operating under that, that whole premise of, I'll wear my mask. I'll keep away from people. I'll wash my hands. I'll do the best I can. And, you know, so it's not a flippant sort of, Oh, covid whatever it's more of <laughs> just like it goes back to hey this is happening and it becomes right. my choice as to whether i go do this and if i go do it can i do it as responsibly because it's not just for yourself of course this is the big huge problem is that mask isn't just for you it's for everyone
0: it's not for you it's for you it, to- it, it, it's- it's to protect that, the other people as and one that's it
1: the, and, okay. and that's it you know so and that's from, the
0: problem that i have is that then there's the other people that don't give a shit about me so well uh,
1: yes i i texted a friend of mine, a guitar player a friend here in athens and man i can't you know i'm just like hey can we meet like out like i live here in this area where we could be 50 feet away from one another yeah and talk like we could i'm yeah. like can we do and he he i mean he just is mortified he won't leave. And I then, so I finally spoke to him the other day and I'm like, man, what's the deal? I was like, do you, first of all, he told me, he's, I was like, do you see anyone? So he's, he's working from home. He, he has yeah, like yeah. a normal job. He's like, man, I, I go get coffee early in the morning, but when there's, when there's no one around and then, and then sometimes I see people at the grocery when I go pick up groceries and he's like, but then what it, where it went was all the, and I get it all that he's like i hate it i just i look around and i just i judge everyone on who does and doesn't have a mask and it's like and that's the crazy shit like the poor guy and he's a super sweet guy he is just racked with both fear and anger right now you know and i i don't want to do that that does that can't feel good you know i've never heard this come out of this person's mouth before Yeah, yeah like it did So
0: I, you know, I mean, I gotta, I gotta be honest. I am, I'm that way pretty much, you know, I'm like, uh, I go to the store Mm -hmm. once every two weeks. Mm -hmm. uh, And I go like, you know, at two o'clock in the afternoon on a weekday so that the least amount of people are like in the store. And then I'm, you know, this agoraphobic, like, totally uh you know putting hand sanitizer on every five seconds right. while right. I'm, you know getting my groceries and but at least you're getting out i am That's the thing. i am yeah. getting out and i am doing that but I've, even that limited amount of time is a little bit spooky for me um because i you know it's weird it's like i've built this thing in my brain that if I do get it, I'm getting the killing kind. Like, right. I'm like, you know, I'm like, if I get it and I'm trying to do everything I can to not get it, but if I get it, mm. it's not going to be the, I can't smell anything kind. It's going to be the take Game me over. straight to the hospital and put me on a ventilator kind. And yeah. so that kind of fear is crippling. Mm-hmm. You um, know,
1: the thinking in this too, the one thing we haven't, we have mentioned without saying it, what so many of us are dealing with, is, God, good Lord, think about everything we've just mentioned during this. It's all so heavy, you know, it heavy. it's so heavy and what's super heavy is, you know, we're walking around dealing with all of this shit, but we don't like plenty many of us have dealt with major, major, major life stuff while our career was going on. And that yeah. career provided identity. It, it provided praise it provided money, it provided all these things that kind of helped prop us up while the rest of life was shit. And right now we don't have any of that, but among the main things we don't have is that identity. Yeah, We don't have that identity anymore. And it's, we're, we're have, it's the thing we've always known is like, I am not Chris Rabold, the front of house engineer uh, that's, that's done pretty well, blah, 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 blah. And I've known that intellectually and that's been a nice conversation piece, but now it's really happening. Yeah, and it's way tougher than I thought it was going to be where no one, when we do go to that grocery at two in the afternoon, no one gives a shit who you no. work for. No one. <laughs> there are not a team of guys that are there setting up for you. There's no, it's yeah. me. If, if I drop something in the parking lot, there's no other dude that's got my back. There's yeah, no, right. you know, we're just like, I know. like, we're just us. And because of the industry that we're in, we are adrift on this little island. I mean, we really are by ourselves yeah. in this. And, you know, we don't all live together. That's the weird thing. You know, when you tour, it's like, it's so weird. You make, or, or you work in the live event business. You make bonds that are so incredibly strong, so strong. And I, 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 the only thing I can compare it to is like being deployed, in the military, which I realize guys, I'm not, but that's the closest. We We say that
0: all the time. It's like, listen, I'm not, you know, I'm not protecting our country. I'm not a Navy seal. Exactly. And and by Mm -hmm. no means are we trying to take anything away from our, our military brethren. I mean, those guys, you know, defend our country and do things that we would Mm -hmm. never do. However, our lifestyle and how we live is very similar, right? It is. And
1: they, and you build these bonds with people and then poof, everybody scatters. Yeah but you know, you're going to come back together. Yeah. So, and it makes it okay. And like your little break becomes just that it becomes this other little life. You can live for a little while because you know, you're going to go back to those bonds and those brethren and blah, 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 blah. And many of us right now are finding ourselves in areas where there are no brethren, you know what I mean? Um,
0: I mean, it's a common thing, you know, for uh, in major wars for military people to re-sign up for another, like wanting to go back because that exact reason. They want to be around the people and experience the, you know, that it's not so much that, hey, I want to go back to whatever, go back to Vietnam and, and, you know, get shot at it's more about, I miss the, the camaraderie and the being around people that understand me and people that um, have had shared experiences with me um, that that's hard. You know, we miss that. Yeah. Um, we yeah. really have. Um, I always tell people I have two different lives. I have a home life, which is now, Completely different than what my other home I, life I was. I know, I know. <laughs> um, and so navigating through that was is hard. It continues to be hard um, mm-hmm. of figuring out uh, what that home life is now. Um, uh, you know, but when we have our normal lives and there is shows and all those kind of things, they're really I am really living this weird duality totally. of road life versus home life. And I'm I got good at you know, uh going between the two. Yep. Um, and and adapting to that. But this has kind of spun it all off. Like now, now I don't have that one and this one's completely different.
1: Yeah. So fuck. I know. For so fuck. <laughs> exactly. And I don't even know if I'm good at this one. I don't yes, know. And that's, I know. And that's, if there's a theme here, again, it's like <clears throat> this community that we talk about that is scattered and splintered and whatever, check in with one another and everything we're talking about now is happening it's real but there is no the choice you have to make is literally to just keep moving
0: it's keep just your head keep, down and go man i mean just keep going. do whatever it takes you know um you know uh I, I watched this comedian, Mark Maron. He's a, he's a really funny dude. Funny. And,
1: I was thinking about him today.
0: That's funny. And um, he's one of my favorite comedians. And, and he recently has been doing live Instagram, like 20 minutes every morning. He goes and sits on his porch, sets up his phone, you know, and does mm. live Instagram for, you know, whatever, for 20 minutes every morning. And it's really he's just funny. He's a really interesting dude. But that phrase that I've been telling you comes from him, which is do whatever it takes, Mm -hmm. you know, to, to, uh, you know, keep yourself sane, do whatever it takes for your sanity without hurting yourself or others, man. That's the deal. And he keeps saying that as a mantra and it's true.
1: And I love it. And here's the deal guys, like pooch literally texted that to me yeah. Like sent that to me, like tongue in cheek and very serious. Yeah. And, oh, and I really? got it yeah. and both laughed and went, damn, that's good. And yeah, maybe yeah. that propelled me for another 10 minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and it's, so it's, it's gotta, it's gotta look like that. It's gotta Dude, look whatever like whatever
0: it takes to maintain your sanity without hurting yourself or others. That's the yep. deal. So whatever that means for you, um, you know, do it. I'm, I am committed to doing whatever it means to, you know, keep my family afloat. So I don't have to sell my house and sell my cars. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, what if you mean,
1: do have to do those things, that's part of it too. Well, it, that is
0: true. And like it if it suck, comes down to that, but, you know, man, I had, you know, I got to tell you a, a friend of mine who was a, a roommate in college and then we moved to Los Angeles together and, you know, we've kind of lost touch, but we haven't, you know like we we speak every six months let's say mm-hmm. um and he got out of the music industry he was an amazing bass player and he was a um, a founding member of a band called the tories um and just a I mean an amazing dude a really great musician but he got out of the music industry married a girl and he got into a whole other industry whatever um and is doing like super well for himself you know the guy's multi-millionaire cool. guy you know he's cool. he did really well for himself and that dude today like texted me and said how you doing man are you doing okay and i was like yeah I'm, you know i'm doing all right this is mm-hmm. you know the financial insecurity of this sucks and you know whatever and that dude was like he's like are, are you okay man like do you want to borrow some money wow and i was like Wow. Maybe I too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what my answer to him was. I said, you know what, man? That means the world to me that you offered that. But can you ask me again in October 2021? <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, because, you know, I mean, right now I'm doing okay and I'm, you know, I mean, things aren't bunnies and rainbows, but um, mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm doing all right. Mm-hmm. But another year of this. We'll see. Yeah. It's going to be whatever I got to do to, you know, maintain my sanity and without hurting others. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Um, but don't, I guess the message here for me is don't be paralyzed because mm-hmm. that's what I've really felt like is that my life is on pause. Like literally yes. it's, uh, a, a VCR kind of a pause where you push mm-hmm. the pause button and there's all these lines across the screen and it's, you know, the, it's a jury, you know, that's, that's good. That, that's what my it's life a frantic is. Pause. Right? Yeah. It's a mm-hmm. it's a shitty resolution. Pause is mm-hmm. what's happening. Um, and so I am um, managing my way through that um, and doing whatever it takes uh, to get through that. Um, and you can too, but don't sit in it. Don't sit in it, do something about it, whatever that means for you. If like that means that you have to find some other industry to work in, or even if that means not just sitting at home and being paralyzed, like get out and, you know, go to the coffee store in the morning when nobody's Mm -hmm. there, like Mm -hmm. get out of your house. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I, I hope, I hope people are doing that. Um, And uh, I don't know, any other advice before we wrap it up here?
1: No. And this is just, (laughs) here's the thing. We can usually like wrap something up pretty well. Like it's almost fitting that it's hard to wrap this up because there's no, there's there's no no real
0: answers. There isn't, but, but I think what we're trying to say is, is that we're all in the same boat. We all Mm -hmm. are uh, experiencing the same kind of issues, Uh, but I truly believe the answer is not to quit. The Mm -hmm. answer is not to say I'm, I'm never going to work in this business again. I'm done. I'm going to go do something else. Don't Mm -hmm. do that. Mm -hmm. Um, All you guys that have, um, you know, you, you are highly skilled. Mm -hmm. what you do you know this job used to be cocaine cowboy circus turn it up circus atmosphere you didn't really have to have a skill all you knew all you had to do was be able to move heavy cases right well that's just not true anymore this business Mm -hmm. is highly skilled people that have been trained for years Mm -hmm. um and um uh we don't want to lose you and uh so don't don't walk away um, well,
1: or or meaning, know that you can come back. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Is that right. don't don't walk away for good,
0: right? Because I mean, and that's what I've seen recently is a bunch of people saying, "I'm, I'm through." You know, yeah. It's like, Oh right. come on, man, you're not through yeah. It's gonna You, you come didn't back. see
1: this. You didn't see this coming. Right. You also don't have it in you to predict that it's over. That's right. You know, like <laughs> let's check yourself for a
0: second. You know,
1: <laughs> none you know.
0: of us have, none of us have that crystal ball, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it could very well, you know, I, I mean, I, I tend to be, it's, it's, I'm trying to be, um, motivating for you but i tend to be the glasses half empty guy you know yeah. i'm like uh oh, sex we're all gonna die right. um, <laughs> that's like literally you know what's going on behind the scenes um but we don't know a month from now it could be like you know what the the um we figured out a way to do some rapid testing and we think we're gonna be able to do some shows in a month i mean that could literally could happen right, right? Right. So, so don't just sit there and say, we're screwed and we're not going to work ever. Right.
1: Because right. true, Right. Particularly because you just gave up in the moment. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's not healthy for all of us either.
0: You know? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But, I mean, that's not really healthy, healthy to be doing that on social media either, by the way. Yeah. Um, like
1: I said, it's the same thing as whoever gets the ball in the moment. Yeah. Even if people look at the, their, their, whether it's a statement or an actual article, like I was talking about for the moment, then that becomes the gospel that yeah. becomes the truth. And then next thing, you know, someone else comes around and says, there's a vaccine by November. And then everybody goes to that. Like, it's just like, I know. Yeah, you know, yeah, everybody yeah. just take a beat, yeah. man. Let's just get there. You know?
0: So, you know, I, what I take from this conversation is check in with your friends. Don't give up do whatever it takes to maintain your sanity without hurting yourself or others. Um, and financially do whatever it takes. Yep. Like those are, those are the messages that we're trying to give you. And the, and hopefully those are some messages of hope. Um, and, uh, hopefully you guys can take that to heart. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. What
1: is it? What do I say? Keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. just keep, keep moving. moving.
0: That's right. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks for uh, liking and subscribing. Um, Please uh, keep sending us some comments and uh, liking our videos. Um, All of those things matter. Uh, And uh, tell all your friends about us. Um, And uh, thanks for coming. Episode 35
1: out. See you, everybody.